think about it. Just analyze. Why are you feeling this way? What thoughts are you telling yourself? What narrative, what story are you telling? Because so many times we live in a world full of circumstances and facts that we tell ourselves a story about the facts that is negative. And it doesn't have to be that way. Hi, welcome back to Chats with Chaz. Thanks for tuning in. Come for the stories, stay for the puns. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode. We are just going straight through all these life coaching principles. I'm so glad you're back. This one is a really, really good one. How to get the results that you actually want. All right? You're a little dissatisfied with your life. You're not doing things the way you want it to. And we're talking internally. All right? We can't control other people. We can only control ourselves. You wish you can kick that habit that you've been doing. You wish you would actually follow the goals you set for yourself at the beginning of the year, right? You're just you're just not doing it. And maybe you're just stressed about everyday life, right? Maybe you're you're thinking, "Oh man, I don't want to do that assignment at work or I don't want to have this conversation with my spouse." Right? Or maybe you're just feeling negative emotion in general. I'm afraid of this. I'm stressed about this. I don't think I can do this. I'm feeling self-critical. I think this idea is dumb, right? What I'm going to teach you today is going to help you so much change the results that you're seeing in your life. And I got to say, it's going to be really cool. So a little update on my life. I'm currently doing uh, 75 hard. Today is uh, day 39, actually. Yeah, today's day 39 of day 75 of 75 hard. And you know what? This is the farthest I've ever gotten. Last time I attempted to do 75 days of this was the first time. And I got to my honeymoon and I, I couldn't keep up with the diet and the water intake and I failed. So here we are again, attempt number two. Let's see if I can beat my personal record. If I finish today, I will officially be at day 40 and I will be halfway through 75 hard. I'm so stoked about it. So the reason I'm doing 75 hard is to prove to myself that I'm mentally tough. I overcome any circumstance and I'm uncompromising and I am proving to myself I am the captain of my ship, no matter what happens. I still accomplish these 10 critical tasks. I still work out. I drink my water. I stick to a diet for 75 days and I'm loving it. I'll have to do a podcast about 75 hard um, another day. But anyway, I'm getting an ACL surgery in March. So if you didn't know this, my, my knee's been jacked up from snowboarding and playing tag with random nieces and nephews. And my ACL turned out to be partially torn and I have a torn meniscus. So March next month coming up, um, I'm going to be getting a surgery. This is the first time I've ever had a surgery. I've never broken a bone or anything, so it's kind of scary for me. Uh, Karen and I are doing the Total Money Makeover with Dave Ramsey, so that's been really fun. We've been following a budget system, and we are doing this snowball where we are living well within our means. Um, So we're, we're definitely being super frugal, and the extra that we have every month, we are snowballing into a savings to help with student debt and to save up for a house. So it's been, it's been really fun. We'll have to talk about that sometime. Uh, we got a calling in our church, which is basically like a a job at our, at our church where we are teaching the children, which is really fun. We're teaching primary. Uh, we teach the, 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 let's see, what are they? CTR five. I want to say that they're eight years old. They just got baptized. So they are adorable. This is going to be our second time. Uh, this week teaching them, and we love teaching them. It's great. Today, we're going to be teaching about Noah's Ark in the Bible. Oh, I'm excited. 
Uh, and then the last life update, Karen got a new job in Springville as a recreational therapist at a, a ranch for troubled teen boys. Uh, fascinating story. I'll have to have her on the podcast to interview her about that, what it's like to help troubled teens and how to help them, you know, grow and to overcome their obstacles to get back into society. So anyway, that's a little life update on me, but let's dive into why we were here on the podcast today, how to get the results that you actually want out of your life. Um, again, this is a disclaimer. I learned this from my life coach. Sarah Brewer has taught this to me and I pass it on to you because it is just so useful and so valuable that I, I can't help not share it. Uh, she primarily teaches and life coaches return missionaries who want to overcome pornography for good without shame. So if you're listening to this podcast and this vibes with you in any way, definitely go check out her podcast, check out her free workshops and stop delaying, stop procrastinating, you know, get to the life that you actually want. It's so great. So anyway, the concept that I'm going to teach you today, it's not actually my concept. Uh, it's hers. She taught it to me and now I'm teaching it to you. So you ready? Here we go. We're going to dive right in. The concept that I'm going to teach you today is called the model. The model goes like this. Take a fact or a circumstance. Let's say that it's cold and it's just, it's just that. It's just a fact. It's neutral. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just a fact. How we think about it determines whether it's good or bad. For example, if I were to say, I hate the cold, this is the worst, then I'm the one that thought that it was negative. How will I feel because of that thought? I'm going to feel that I'm miserable, that I'm sad, that I hate this, right? But what if I change that thought and I say, dude, it is a balmy 31 degrees. I love this. You know, if I'm from Alaska or from Antarctica and I'm thinking 31 degrees, oh my gosh, I can take my shirt off. This is great. I love the frigid cold. I love how awake I feel. Oh, these are different thoughts. You know how I'm going to feel? I'm going to feel alive. I'm going to feel happy. I'm going to feel awake, right? So what I'm doing is I'm changing the way that I think about these circumstances. So the model takes your facts and then you think about your thoughts. How does that make you feel? And then you act on that. I'm going to teach you guys something. Whenever you guys do anything, you're not actually acting because of something you think about. You don't. You act because you feel like it. You decide to say something because you, you feel like it. And so this is the concept that I want to teach you today. In order to change what you say and what you do and to change how you behave in a typical day, it's not necessarily changing how you feel because it's really hard to change how you feel. What you can control is your thoughts. You can control your thoughts. So I want you to think about your ideal life. What do you want? What do you want your life to actually look like? Do you act like it right now? Is what your actions, like what actions do you want to stop doing and what actions do you want to start doing to actually live the way that you want? For me, I, I wrote this in my dream journal this morning. I want to be the type of person who is strong, athletic, he follows his passions, he listens to the still small voice of the, the Holy Spirit and acts on prompting sent from God, he's an influence for good, he reads books, he's self-disciplined, he says no to bad habits, right? I want to be that type of person. And sometimes I'm not being that type of person. I act in different ways right? Maybe I'm 
watching YouTube when I shouldn't be because I'm afraid of failing at doing a task. So we're going to go into that and I'm going to see maybe I can change the way I'm feeling based on the way I'm thinking about something. And we're going to go over that. So this is how to change your actions. Your feelings inspire your actions. Your thoughts inspire your feelings. Changing your feelings is extremely difficult. Suppressing your feelings is actually dangerous. But what you can do is change the way you think about things. So I was talking about maybe it's cold outside. Let's just, that's a fact, right? It's cold outside. And the thought that you have is that I don't like this, which makes you feel miserable. All right, well, let's see if we can change the way that we feel about this. If it's cold outside and I say, I love the cold, the cold makes me feel awake and alive. I no longer feel miserable. I feel happy and I feel excited. I feel hopeful. It makes me want to go jump on a sled, go sledding and go snowboarding, except I have a torn ACL, so maybe not, right? That results in something completely different. Let's use another example. Let's say a f- simple fact. This used to be me before I got married. I am single. It's a neutral statement. It's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. But so often you hear young single adults say, I'm single. And then their first thing out of their mouth is, this is the worst. Oh yeah, I'm so lonely. Or I'll never find the one. Or, you know, they, 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 there's a lot of self-commiseration about being single. And when I was feeling that way, I would tell myself, I'm single. And I would think to myself, I am unwanted. No one wants me. I'm undesirable. I must be so unattractive. Which would make me feel like very ashamed. It would make me feel embarrassed. It would make me feel sad. It would make me feel depressed. It would make me feel stressed out that I would be alone forever. It made me feel afraid. Now these feelings, when I was single, prompted me to do a lot of actions. I wanted to escape from these feelings. It made me want to hide. It made me want to avoid dating. Why would I date if I feel unwanted or unloved? I didn't go on dates. I played video games. There was a time where I was living by myself and uh, I would play video games every day. I would go and stop by Dairy Queen and I would get myself a big giant blizzard. Did I exercise that day? Did I deserve those calories? Heck no. But I still did it because I didn't feel lovable. I thought to myself, there's no one around here that ever wants me. So I'm just going to make myself feel better with food and video games. Those are my actions. And I felt horrible. That's not the life that I wanted. That's not the life that I wanted. So I decided to change the way that I thought about myself. I moved to a new city. I I started reading some self-help books. I started changing the way that I thought about myself. The fact never changed. I am single. But when I moved to a new city, I started to have different thoughts. I said, this is a new city. I think there's more opportunities here. I think there's a lot more girls and more chances of meeting someone who would want me. Right? That's a better thought. And then I changed the thoughts I had about myself. Chaz, you write music? That's interesting. You're reading a book uh, to help you understand why you are unique. That, good for you. You care about yourself. Right? I started working out again. Not because I felt like I deserved it. Just because I felt like... I need a way to relieve my stress. But I started telling myself, you're a guy who works out? Dude, I like those shoulders. Those shoulders look good. You look attractive. I think you're dateable. 
I changed my thoughts. And you know how I felt about that? I felt like I was giving myself permission to go out on dates. I decided, why not? Why not? I downloaded a dating app and I started swiping again because I thought to myself, I am dateable. I am wanted. I am lovable. I am worthy of love. I changed my thoughts and that made me change the way I felt. And because of my feelings, I felt like doing something. I felt like downloading an app. I felt like going on a date or two. I felt like taking a chance, holding a girl's hand, it not working out, me getting rejected. That's fine. I'm still thinking to myself, I feel good. I think that I am still lovable. So I went on another date and I met this girl named Karen and I started dating her. And guess what? I married her and I made her my wife. Because of the way that you change your thoughts, it leads to different actions. That is the model. So it's, it's simple as that, my friends. I hope that you use this model again. I, I hope that you use this model for your own life because it sure is changing my life. I use this model all the time. I use it in everyday circumstances. Um, I work as a marketer for a startup company, and I am the only one who's pretty much a, a graphic designer. And so there's a lot of pressure on me to make some really great stuff. Customer facing, we're doing uh, campaigns, you know, Google search ads, and it's on me to create uh, creativity every single day. And so on a typical day, I could be working, and then a thought crosses my mind this isn't working. This looks like shiz. I hate it. Crap, Greg is going to hate this. He's not going to like it. Oh, man, I should just start over. Whenever those thoughts pop into my head, I have to stop what I'm doing and recognize that I'm having a negative thought. Because you know what that negative thought would lead me to? It's going to make me feel inadequate. It's going to make me feel afraid, which is going to make me want to procrastinate doing the job. It's going to make me not want to think about it. It's going to make me want to open up my phone and scroll on Instagram and make myself feel better. And that's going to result in delayed work, unfinished projects, an awkward conversation with my supervisor, which is going to make me feel even more stressed, right? This is a typical day for a lot of people. They have a negative emotion, they buffer away from it, and they don't want to address their thoughts. So what I do is I recognize I have a thought and I stop what I'm doing. I write down the worst case thought that I have, right? He's going to hate it. They're going to fire me. I'm going to die alone. (laughs) And that's the thought that I'm having. And then I rewrite the thought. This design is not working the way I wanted, but that's okay. Let me try three other things that are dumb graphic design, but let's just try it just for fun. Let's just loosen it up. Chaz, you have a track record of successful graphic designs. You have made some really, really good stuff. Look at this screenshot that you took of a Slack message from uh, the HR department. They raved about you because of your graphic designs. They, They loved what you did. Chaz, your designs are good. And I changed my thoughts. You know how that makes me feel? It makes me feel like I'm capable. It makes me feel like I can do this. It makes me feel hopeful. And it just makes me want to try. Yes, the graphic design wasn't working like I wanted to. That's okay. But my feelings of hope and, and, you know, the ability to, like, I can do this made me not want to pull out my phone to scroll on Instagram, but to just keep trying. That's an everyday example that you can use in your own life, too. Anytime you feel a negative emotion, work your way back. What thoughts are you having that are inspiring this negative feeling? 
you can't stop a feeling. It's you're already feeling it. You're already in the moment. The hormones have been released in your brain, and you're currently feeling an emotion. Just sit in a kiddie pool of sadness or whatever negative emotion you're feeling. Be uncomfy. And then think about it. Just analyze. Why are you feeling this way? What thoughts are you telling yourself? What narrative? What story are you telling? Because so many times we live in a world full of circumstances and facts that we tell ourselves a story about the facts that is negative. And it doesn't have to be that way. I'm telling you, this is just a life-changing concept for me. Change your thoughts and you will change your feelings. Change your feelings and you will change your actions. And you'll have the results you're actually looking for. I have to do this every day. That's why I have a life coach. She coaches me through circumstances all the time. Every single week. There's always something new coming up. And I, I have to retrain my brain to think in positive ways that leave me feeling better. Or leave me feeling like I want to act in ways that are congruent with the life that I want. I want to be that successful, athletic self-disciplined, helpful guy who's writing music and is changing the world and is a great spouse. I want to be that guy. That's my dream. So I have to work every day to think and to believe I am that type of person. So I want to leave you with just one more example in my life. I have a dream of writing music. I don't know if you know this, but I was taught to play the piano for like 20 years. And I have this secret talent that no one really knows about because I, I don't really play the piano at work. Um, and I don't currently own a piano. But I love writing music. But for years after graduating from college, not in music, but in marketing, I told myself, I had these thoughts. I'm not a musician. I'm a marketer. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm too far behind. Other people have already gone to Berkeley College of Music and they're more talented than me. The ship has sailed. I've failed. For years, I had been telling myself that thought, which made me feel hopeless or regretful or that it was too late for me. I didn't play the piano. I didn't write the music, which resulted in no dream. Procrastination, inaction, no dream. But recently, because of this life coaching, I decided to change my thoughts. The fact of the matter is still there. I want to write music for movies. I have a dream of writing music, and that dream has not disappeared. It has always been in the back of my head. And so I have chosen to start changing my thoughts. Thoughts. I still got it. I still got it. I like music. I love music. I think about music all the time. I love the idea of combining strings and, and brass and the woodwinds in unique ways and sculpting sound to, to express an emotion, to tell a story, to inspire somebody. These thoughts are, are making me feel excited and hopeful and setting fire to my bones. I tell myself, Chaz, I think you have what it takes. You have music in there that nobody else has. You have a unique sound that the world needs to hear. You still got it. I think you have the ability, the talent, and the skills necessary I think you're running out of time. I think you got to do it right now. I think God is arranging people in the future for you to meet very soon that is going to catapult you into the dream that you've been hoping for. You better get started. These thoughts make me feel determined, very set forth. I've got to get started on this right now. I feel like I can. I feel like I'm capable. I feel like I'm giving myself permission to. And so I crack open the laptop for the first time, blow off the dust. I open up that program for writing music and I just start trying. 
I practice, I play, and I practice and I practice. Because my gut, my instinct tells me you need to do this every day. Just like Hans Zimmer, just like Harry Gregson Williams, right? Just like Eric Whitaker, all your dreams and your heroes, they've been doing it for years and they've been practicing. You should too. My instinct is telling me that's what I need to do. This action of actually opening up the laptop, of actually trying and playing and having fun, the result, I'm on my way to the dream. I hope that you've loved this model. I hope you use it in your own life. And I just want to say thank you again to Sarah Brewer, my life coach, for teaching me this. Um, And yeah, I hope you have a fantastic day. I'll see you guys for the next episode.